so let's get to it doctor hi yes. i'm nadia from zenonco and it really is an honor to have you take time like this out for us and you know convey your knowledge to us in such a sharing session doctor let me introduce zenonco you know love heals cancer it is like a guide to cancer patients in their treatment in every way it's like a one stop journey i mean one stop portal and a place for cancer needs and cancer patients yes and it is an honor let me introduce you doctor dr devendra who is a radiologist and special experience in radio oncology right yes. and um you have done your md in radiology and you're a senior resident at tata memorial as well right yes i was recently i parted ways i was still recently over there yes recently you parted ways any particular uh, reason as to why that is doctor Uh, that uh, it's it's fine change is the only thing which is constant right yes. saying that of, so of it's a part of that of course of course right right doctor so anyway let's jump to the q and a session and most importantly i wanted to ask you doctor uh, your experience at tata memorial has been for how many years and how has it been i've been at tata memorial for four years for four years right so that means for tata memorial and your interaction with cancer patients and cancer treatment has been for 4 years completely yes. under their under their wing yes wow <laughs> you must have seen a lot i'm sure <laughs> yeah yeah anyway so let's start with the first question doctor sure various modalities used in the treatment of cancer could you please talk to us more about these of these what happens is if a patient what we get what we used to get at tata is many patients have done many investigations outside right right some have been diagnosed have been given a suspicion of having cancer so the way we approach it at the onset we get a couple of baseline tests done to determine is it cancer or not and if yes is it, it is cancer we divide the patients into two broad streams whether our intent is curative as in we want to completely take out the cancer and cure the patient of the cancer or our intent is palliative as in the cancer has spread to such an extent that we cannot completely cure it but we want to provide the maximum cure and maximum relief to the patient intent is curative everything is on a war footing literally everything the dates right. are the dates are early so we try and investigate the patient as thoroughly as we can to broadly divide them into these two categories correct so once we know a patient is curative yeah. the primary modality for a curative patient is surgery you've yes. done your scans you know the cancer has not spread anywhere and you want to cure it so the first thing is take it out take, take it, it out, out by a surgery yeah the surgery what happens is cancer is a very it's like a very infiltrative process it will anatomic boundaries of your body it will spread irrespective of that so our surgeons are great they take a margin along with the cancer to cover that up still as a additional measure either chemotherapy or radiotherapy is given so that even small micrometastases which are invisible to any investigation are cured when a patient is palliative what we focus is providing maximum relief imagine you have you have your liver your liver secretes bile obstruction right. bile causes jaundice pilia bolte hain north india mein so if it is not if we, if someone cannot take it out by surgery what we do is we insert a small pipe through the cancer so that the natural flow cured the cancer will not be cured but he will get the patient will get relief from the symptoms mm. we can help the patient in every way possible 
so that they get maximum relief in the last few days weeks or months of their lives right right so the palliative care also you all do uh, i mean yes. means I, in, it's everything is multimodality multimodality is right never box we never box it in no one goes territorial on that it is all multimodality like i if if there's a palliative patient who has a growth in the food pipe the esophagus yeah uh, the trying to insert a rail tube for feeding purposes if they are unable what we do is we take the patient in on a fluoro machine to something sort of a x-ray machine and right. under that guidance we will try to insert a very thin wire to the cancer from the food pipe to the stomach and over it we will pass the tube or a rail tube so that the patient can feed Right, so it's right. all multimodality. Everyone, everyone keeps the interest of the patient above anything else. That correct. is what it is. Correct, correct. That is that is everybody's cause, right? The patient has to be kept yes. at all times, at all times. And when it comes to radiology, like there are so many side effects that the patient has to. Yes, yeah. for patient yeah. therapy there are, but everything is because what happens is cancers are ultimately cells. Whatever right. treatment you are giving, except surgery, is right. directed towards. uh stopping the growth of those cells mm. in your body mm. the skin the hair the lining of your gut the stomach and everything they also keep re- uh, getting removed and build up new so the radiation and the chemotherapy target them also we are everyone is trying the entire research is going on to make it more specific earlier there were agents we used to use to cause more side effects now we are agents which cause less but still it's it's a continued development it's an evolving field that's why you have loss of hair the skin rashes the diarrhea the vomiting but those are inevitable some will have it more than other people are given palliative people are given injections we give them drug doses to minimize those symptoms but sometimes they become inevitable even despite best effort from our uh, medical oncologists and it is inevitable it's a part, part of, of part of the entire treatment i guess you even lose your appetite as well i mean yes people do lose their appetite correct yes how are they supposed to eat without an appetite right like i mean dedicated nutritionist at most centers means all cancer uh, hospitals should have a dedicated nutritionist who can help the patient guide them what to eat how to maintain their calories their proteins so that they don't lose muscle mass which is valuable to our body huh. they can lose fat but not muscle fat can be gained any time muscle is what you have gained through exercise and endurance and lack of a protein diet the body will burn out that muscle so you need proper dietitian and nutritionist guidance to maintain that in fact that was my next question about the right nutrition you so correctly went on to that line and <laughs> and even i was even wanting to ask you about how a nutritionist has to has a role to play so please continue <laughs> yeah important role there is a very important role the thing is if if you imagine cancers of the gastrointestinal tract gastrointestinal tract uh, starts from your mouth and goes to your anal canal from which we excrete out our feces so if it is in the upper part your food pipe right. your stomach the right. your digesting bowel the mm. patient cannot process the meal properly like i gave you an example of passing a feeding tube through the food pipe so that the food reaches the stomach mm. but what food can be given uh, the nutritionist has to decide depending and let me be very clear cancer is one thing patient might have diabetes patient might have hypertension patient might have renal disease compounding it it is never a one thing scenario means some cancer is mostly a, imagine someone in their 70s known diabetic known high blood pressure known kidney problem 
comes unable to eat you cannot give them everything so they have they are so conscious the patient has to be given sometimes a salt restricted diet sometimes when they are very lean very lean the calorie intake itself is not meeting the basal requirement of the body high calorie diet even if it is more starchy than proteinaceous if the patient has maintained mass is not very lean then a high protein low calorie diet to sustain the muscle mass so it is very individualized and personalized according to the idiosyncrasies of the comorbidities and the known cancer correct correct, correct. so they have a very huge role very very huge undermined role in hmm. maintaining the proper nutrition of a patient yes and what do you have to say about sarcopenia see sarcopenia is a very very recent concept it was never heard of before 2000 Correct. Until 2020 years ago, no one knew what sarcopenia. I read it in your uh, in yes. your works. Okay. I I read it yeah, in your yeah. works, in fact. And I was thinking, okay, so this is something new. I think we should definitely talk about it. Please do yeah, so. Yeah. Then in Europe, it started in Europe in geriatric population while scanning patients. Initially, no one knew. Means if we've seen geriatric people, our grandfathers, grandmothers are frail. They have loose skin and less muscle mass. but no one thought of it then they started quantifying it that with age you start losing muscle mass mm. okay that that continued for about 8 years in right. 2008 someone had a brain spot yes. cancer patients see the cancer cells is using the nutrition of your body which mm. is meant for your normal cells even they are growing and they yeah. are growing at much 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 faster rate so they are basically proliferating from the other cells and growing so other cells are denied so your muscle mm. mass starts to decrease and Correct. that muscle mass leads to a loss of function what we calculate in a patient is ps known as a performance do the daily activities himself or not it, mm. so sarco when we scan a patient imagine a ct scan when we scan a patient we get this gamut of images and we have different tissues we can see muscle fat air beautifully mm. so imagine a patient who has a high burden of the cancer hmm. is not is not receiving nutrition the cancer will get it supply at all costs the at burden all. on you huh. so the muscles of your body are losing protein and that is sarcopenia sarco is muscle penia is loss and yes. then we have studied it in a range of cancers i've done a study on it on lung cancers the thing is if the patient is nutritionally poor imagine all the modalities i was telling about treatment if the patient is curative surgery so if you take a bite a suture after cutting something it is taken into muscle if the patient has no muscle mass the suture will give way the patient will have surgical complications imagine chemotherapy if the patient has sarcopenia the chemotherapy there will be more vomiting your gi tract will not be able to tolerate the food the drugs more vomiting more stools more hair loss imagine radiation therapy even bones are proteins if you have given radiation for breast cancer we have patients who are sarcopenic that post radiation they had fractures of their vertebral column because they were sarcopenic not in a protein so if you can target them to a nutritionist before starting treatment they will have indication like and a better chance of recovery so sarcopenic cancer is a very recent concept maybe the last decade yeah and the importance of a nutritionist is Uh, undeniable, right? Absolutely, I'm telling you, it is undervalued. People don't give their importance. It is undervalued. Yes, it is undervalued because they don't know the importance of the right nutrition getting into their body. Correct, correct, correct. correct. And also, when it comes to compare it to sarcopenia with radiology, 
how exactly would you would your comments be on that see radiology see what happens is when you stage a patient for cancer treatment you will always require a scan either yeah. it is a pet scan or a ct scan that will always be there because without imaging you cannot know how to diagnose cancer nor will you know what is the stage of cancer nor will your treatment decisions be decided perfect so, and you image we uh, there are specialized softwares out there very expensive currently hopefully we'll be able to develop cheaper ones for our country which can which can outline compartments in your body like this is my skeleton will be my muscle compartment underlying it will be a bony compartment similarly in your abdomen we are trying to develop something where you can compartmentalize the fat beneath your skin the right. muscle the fat within your tummy and the muscle within the organs that people have had indices for first it was thought a all size fits one thing europeans as usual all size fits one then koreans were the first to say no we have a different sarcopenic cut off than you all guys we are a genetically different population we have a ge- different geographical climate so koreans were the first movers after the europeans then multitude of countries have done it specific at the southeast in asia specific cut offs and a software which can help identify them if successful that each basis can be we will be able to devise sarcopenia for all patients at baseline itself they will not need any extra expenditure no extra investigation nothing nada but only if only if that is possible right it's a very tedious process the thing is yes. imagine manually doing it it's it's not possible matlab i have been doing it for some time so i can tell you with confidence it's not very easy right not doing it manually right i can understand <laughs> develop i can understand doctor i can understand yeah anyway that is such an insightful thing because it's such a new concept sarcopenia and i wanted to talk to you more on that again going on to your um, i mean more of the works that you have done lung cancer lung yes. cancer another part and lung cancer these days are just i mean head neck lung is all connected so many times there there are there's such a rising trend there is no way of understanding why it is only rising uh, i'll tell you the thing is now most of it is habit related uh, the data is very alarming see the use of smoking the amount of people smoking have decreased there is no doubt about that the first study which was done initially the smoking i i don't know if you know the fact in 1950s doctors used to prescribe cigarettes to pregnant women to decrease nausea during the first 3 months of their pregnancy because there was no data regarding smoking and pregnancy oh, no okay, data okay. smoking pregnancy cancer no data 1950s 70 years ago after our independence not so far back just imagine exactly then data started emerging that it is harmful for both pregnant women and causes cancer hmm so that lead to a decrease in smoking right now in the us india the entire data compilation is not very perfect us everything that tends to get compiled so there is has been a tremendous decrease in smoking i shouldn't say this on a public forum itc indian tobacco company i do not i do not have their share should sit in their board but just imagine they have been branching out other than selling cigarettes they are selling fmcg products soaps shampoos sunfeast why because they know smoking will decline people are aware and smoking is declining but the population is shifting men used to be 90% of smokers till 40 years back now in the western world women are women smokers are outnumber men because <laughs> i do not know the reason i will not go into a gender war but that is what is the established factor correct head and neck cancer in india tambaku chabane wala means people in north india predominantly have a habit of 
keeping the beetle leaves within their fold and keeping it sleeping overnight that is so harmful very harmful and, and you cannot make them stop that for smokers you have a nicotine patch for mm. those beetle leaf chewers you do not have a patch <laughs> and they will not stop even after having cancer they will not stop what we can do is create a ulcer mouth mein chhala hua jahan se tambaku khate ho bhi hua ek din bhi hua jaake dikhao kisi ko that yeah. is the awareness we need to create the uh, the cigarette packs have cancer patients lung cancer laryngeal cancer but those tobacco packets they have their warning signs but we need to educate people thoda sa bhi chhala hone pe aapko dikhana hai kyunki aap tambaku khate ho dedi tak nahi rukna hai aapko and trust me that prevention that awareness is our biggest weapon that is the most important argument anyone has against cancer if you can prevent it at its root cause that is best you can set up 200 institutes across the country but nothing nothing will compare to a robust prevention and awareness program right so that counseling of the of awareness the right kind of awareness is absolutely. really necessary absolutely the right kind of counseling yes yes doctor right. also coming to the expenses of all these treatments like how do we get it to the ones who really need it like the ones when it comes to cancer treatment almost every diagnostic expense is just too much way beyond how yes. a normal person would want to just go and get a test done just to see if they have cancer the or not that, the reason for that is first no one thinks of a cancer everyone right. will think tuberculosis everyone think of everything except cancer so, uh, so, sorry to cut you doctor also something where i uh, while doing my research here i came upon this thing that said even a very normal symptom say being constipation people have gone to doctors for that and landed up having cancer exactly so how exactly you can proceed yeah i just wanted to this add that sorry no, no, no. what we need is we need to create awareness people uh, people in our country have a very high tolerance range for pain <laughs> very high tolerance range for pain and i'll tell you the sad part the sad part of is that because they don't have money they think agar main doctor ke paas jaunga to 10000 ka kharcha karwayega kuch to nikalta nahi okay and that, that is, is the attitude part. that is the sad part because we are a developing nation we cannot run away from it most of our patients most of our poor patients need to be taken care of in a government sponsored institution uh, institution care and the institution needs to be of that level but people don't reach them they will go to a bams bhms who might or might not know about it mm-hmm. he might just give them a laxative for constipation and send them back the first thing is even a general surgeon will always put in his finger wear a glove and see can he palpate anything for constipation right. but patient has to reach the right person they Correct. cannot say or i don't know if you felt that sardard hone pe aap kitne baar doctor ke paas yeah exactly doctors ke paas ja ke calcul leke char din wait karte ho na yeah this is a indian habit and even finding the right doctor like exactly. there, there are so many uh, people talk about cancer being a business and cancer uh, so many fraudsters in the middle of it trying yes. to just play on the desperation of the patient that is like i said in the, in the very starting you have to be very clear what you are dealing with either you are aiming for a curative intent or a palliative intent imagine someone with breast cancer they feel a lump the poor lady goes to a doctor the doctor is not a surgeon who doesn't understand anything about the basics of breast cancer what he will do he will refer it to some other person who knows how to remove a breast but has no knowledge 
about the biologics of breast cancer. He will do the surgery and they will send the patient to Tata Memorial Hospital, Thumi Baba Cancer Hospital, any other tertiary government-sponsored center. And there we do a scan, we try and stitch, and we, we see the cancer spread to the bones, to the liver, and there was no need of the surgery. Because yeah. ultimately, surgery, but the patient has already lost about 1.5 to 2 lakh rupees. To no exactly. avail. Exactly. To no avail. To so, no avail. Yeah. Exactly. And they said, Hamko bola ki hum, uh, to padega hi. Aap lo baad mein dekhte hai. And that is so sad. It is, it is very, it is so very sad. sad. And, and the interval gap, I'm telling you, patient will come to a person. Any, I will not blame anyone. I will not distribute anyone. Everyone plays their part, but there are people who do this. People will go to someone who doesn't know anything. Next day, the surgery will be scheduled because otherwise the patient will have time to consult someone. Next yeah. day, 24 hours, the surgery will be done. The patient will be kept for perioperative care for four weeks. After four weeks, they will say, now you go to this institution, they will see the radiation and chemo. And no one knows if it was an aggressive cancer in the four weeks, it might have spread from the breast to the liver. Right. In four weeks, correct. What was the point of doing the surgery without getting the patient scanned and staged? You're basically harming the patient more than you're curing the patient. So that you're making more out of the patient, right? Yes. I think we general surgeon knows what to do. Just they have to be primed that if you feel a mass, stage it. Be clear in your treatment intent. If it has spread, do not operate. It takes five years to learn when to operate, 15 years to learn when not to operate. It is easy putting a knife, a needle. Difficult is stopping yourself saying, no, this is something which may not be touched. Let's work it up further. That is very important. And people are very shy because they think, Are the patient will go to another doctor. Are everyone develops that thinking, Nahi, I will do it by the book. Everything will get straight. Yeah. A, welcome change in, a welcome change is the increase in the medical insurance cover of the general population. Either via the PM Yojana, the various state schemes, or if you, people can afford it personally. That is so important. Right. If you are paying insurance, at least you have a basic backup. I'll tell you something which happened way back six years when I was an intern. Just cleared my MBBS working in a government hospital in West Bengal. I'll, I will not name it. I was posted over there. A lady came to us. Came. She was having she, uh, unconsciousness. We got a routine CBC done, a complete blood count. They showed atypical cells. We worked it up further. Came it came out as leukemia. Okay. I was low line, the lowest part of the food chain, the intern. So in the evening, the father comes up to me and says, Saab ho jayega na. in Bengali, in the, in the native language. I said, Nahi, unko cancer hoga. He sat there. He told me, Saab, chhe mena pehle shadi hua tha. Sasural walo ne wapas bhez diya bulke ki ladki mein kharabi di. Tumne jaan mujhke shadi karwa di. Thik hoti hai to wapas bhez dena, wana bhejna mat. Right. Aapko pata hai, kam se kam dheer do laak rupiah lagega. Ab dekho, kaise karaoge? Matab, soch ke karwana. He said, Saab, hum to ghar aur zameen bhez denge. Aap dekho, aapke aur bachche hai. Kya bole, haan, do aur bachche hai. Matab, aap soch ke karna, aap zameen bhechoge. Aap karz loge, lekin and my posting changed, I never got to follow up. Correct. Six months later, I was posted in Baripur, it's a rural area. We have mm-hmm. our rural postings. And that guy comes up to me. I don't even recognize him. I'll be very honest. He says, Sahab, what's going on? I said, what's going on? He said, what's going on? He said, what's going on? 
बोले कुछ नहीं हो साहब वो तो मर गए हमारा घर बिक गया जमीन बिक गई हम ट्रेन में भीख मांग रहे कैन यू जस्ट व्हाट इज द ऑडियल ऑफ दैट फादर टू ट्राई टू क्योर हिज डॉटर आफ्टर मैरिज एंड हस्बैंड थ्रू अराउंड कि आपने हमें उसको बीमारी बताया था देन यू नथिंग वी हैव टू रीड आवर सेल्स ऑफ दिस सोशल हैव टू we you need mental support you need emotional support you need psychological support in the us uh, cancer treatment for liver cancer is primarily liver transplantation they have a unos group united nations organ support group familial support alcoholism is a very big pandemic over there they have alcoholic anonymous the first thing to get listed upon the transplant list is having a familial support because they know without familial support people will relapse into drinking Exactly. they will not list you on a transplant list if you do not have your family supporting you emotionally and psychologically and that is so important and we say we are a close knit society mm-hmm. lift up minimal fabric and you will see how fragmented we are i could not agree more <laughs> right right anyhow coming back to it let's uh, i wanted to ask you more about uh, the covid because you had written an article on the covid and cancer patients please go ahead sir please go ahead. so what happens is covid is something that struck out of the blue right unplanned unmitigated natural disaster is what it is best classified as tell me about yes. and it is underlying affected everyone but we cannot stop treatment we cannot stop treatment you need to triage your patients if a patient has a high tumor load has a high burden you need to offer him treatment with the chance ki even if he is covid positive because i'll be very honest when i am not the primary treatment giver i am the person who tells you that the tumor load is high and you should go ahead with it with your clinical judgment if you think it is best but what i have seen people who are primary dealing with it that they have taken a call to treat it correct you have had patients we have had brilliant surgeons at our at my alma mater who have treated covid positive patients with they have taken masks and face shields and four layers uh, a ppe kit then a surgical gown if you ever wear a ppe kit you will understand it is not made of fabric which breathes you will sweat and the sweat will cling to you and you will keep on sweating and you will keep on sweating and you will keep on sweating those people have done surgeries for 6 8 hours in such attires and ppe kits just for the benefit of the patient because right. they do not want to send someone back home we right. will you do not know what lockdown what what they are faced to reach there or any place so we do not no one wants to send a patient back honestly if you have ethics you will not send a patient back that is what i feel because you cannot say it's what you have you cannot just say it you will take the maximum precaution you can you will wear a n95 you will wear a face shield you will wear a ppe kit but you will see your patient and that is it there is no other way. what the only thing which excuses you is if you have your comorbidities if you are a non asthmatic yourself if you yourself are immunocompromised then yes you cannot just say ki main i will go to a field to war and take a bullet without a bullet proof face right 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 so except that except people who have comorbidities and who have genuine reasons no one should deny treatment to any patient living alone cancer with covid because that is a double trouble itself right and in your article uh, was what 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 is the main thing sir that we can take My by you know basically we were reviewing what 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 
So what do you have to say to the caregivers what do you have to talk to them about most importantly how they can support their loved ones how they can especially for someone who's going through what they are going through yes. right it's 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 a burden both for the patient and the caregiver no one suffers more than the caregiver except the patient it is the caregiver who support, uh, suffers the most and more than right. the lifestyle again i like to stress it is more about the emotional and psychological support you cannot make a patient even palliative say अरे आपका तो कुछ नहीं हो सकता राइट 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 नो वन वांट्स टू बी स्पोकन टू लाइक दैट या लेट अलोन अ पेशेंट हु नोज ही हैज कैंसर एंड अफ्रेड एंशियस सॉरी द लाइट वेंट ऑफ आई विल थिंक द इनवर्टर विल स्टार्ट इन 10 मिनट्स सॉरी इट्स ओके इट्स ओके नो प्रॉब्लम नो प्रॉब्लम आई थिंक यू कैन स्टिल हियर मी आई कैन हियर यू आई कैन हियर यू आई कैन हियर सो वी ऑलवेज ट्राई फॉर्मिंग ग्रुप्स राइट आउट ऑफ अ ग्रुप do not do not feel shy sharing your problems everyone everyone have difficult shoes to fill it aapko lagta hai ki mere ko takleef hai wo samne wala acha hoga usko lagega ki main bol lunga are kya faaltu mein bolne aata nahi hota go to a support group talk to your family people who speak like that cut them off from your life keep only positive people i'll be very honest yeah cut them off from your life keep your social distance from them also who psychologically affect your health in a worse state yes i mean there are social stigmas also attached to it so your 
Hello. The biggest stigma in cancer. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, you were saying you got caught off in between. Yeah, one of the biggest social stigmas I will tell you means most people will not even have realized it. I had a patient who used to come for mammography, nail patient. Yeah. He yeah. had nail breast cancer, yeah. and he used to come exactly on the same date, twenty sixth yeah. February every year, and he used to be the first patient in queue every yeah. year. And I asked him, "Chacha, इतना सुबह क्यों आते हो? आप तो दूर रहते हो?" And he said, "बेटा मेरे लड़का या बहू को पता नहीं है कि मेरे को breast cancer हुआ है." बोला पड़ोसी सोचेंगे कि मर्द को स्तन का कैंसर हो गया तो हमको सोसाइटी से निकाल देंगे उनका कैंसर ट्रीट हो गया ही गॉट ऑपरेटेड द फैमिली नो हिज वाइफ नोस द सन नो सो ही कम्स अर्ली इन द मॉर्निंग सिंग आई एम गोइंग टू द पार्क सम फॉर सम वर्क ही कम्स गेट्स इज मामोग्राफी डन ही आस्मी सर आप जल्दी रिपोर्ट कर दो ब्रेस्ट कैंसर हुआ मेल ब्रेस्ट कैंसर का स्टिग्मा इन सोसाइटी लाइक इंडिया ट्राइबल who went about i mean who had breast cancer and who got the operation done and the breast was removed but she had to go every day to the fields to work every day because she has no other choice but to work right so because of the social stigma and she has to get out of the house right she doesn't want to show everybody that she has had breast cancer and it's everything is uneven right mm-hmm. so so she has kept like a cup there um, in such a way that it's harming her body the physical and it is harm it is pressing itself inside her skin and into her. but she is not bothered about it she bothers more about the society what they will think hmm. it is infecting her uh, because of the cup constantly being there and rubbing against her skin it is infecting her and causing her other injuries and infections but she has to bear it because of the society yes yes because that is more traumatic to her than the pain and the infection and the yes, suffering yes and the pain the infection was getting worse in fact because it was the infection was happening over the place where they made the cut we are, uh, i don't know if you are familiar log bolte hai na samaj kya kahega shaadi mein and divorce mein okay. cancer should be equated with that only ki samaj kya kahega is such a big thing in cancer people just underestimate it <laughs> people do so anyway coming to my final question is it the most wisest thing to do to just go and get a diagnostic test done like say an fnac test done just to make sure that you know you have cancer because your family has it or it's in your genes or you feel you have it or you have some kind of i don't know uh, it's a symptom that you think oh this could be a cancer right so- Yes, so I, these tests, tests are too expensive, right? So, is yes. it wise to go and do such a thing for anybody like that? Just walk in and we get a test. Family history or a relative or a first blood relative. I will say, get yourself first a good medical insurance. Yes. So that even if you have to get tested again, it is something you can afford. Yeah, correct. Instead of preventing the test, get a good medical insurance. I know the premium will be high, but trust me, it will go a long way in solving your medical and financial issues. Right. Because uh, at the beginning of every test, you won't think, "Are you getting enough money?" 
<laughs> that is a very very important thing people have to realize is getting a medical uh, insurance is critical and paramount hmm. if you have if you my maternal grandmother died of breast cancer correct my mother is a high risk patient she has a annual mammogram done she gets it palpated every year by a surgeon my wife is a surgeon now my wife does it versus this year so <laughs> we get it palpated by a surgeon and we get it done we have we so and now coming back the most important thing in our society ovarian and breast cancer ovarian cancer the thing is they grow very slowly they will not cause any symptoms except weak dull abdominal pain nothing except weak pain you take a paracetamol it will go away and that will niggle on for months so do not ignore anything which keeps you paining for more than a week or a month because that means something is constantly going on inside 95% of the times it won't be cancer i will agree but those 5% of the times the life will be saved never ignore a symptom that is chronic acute things everyone takes care of but chronic things which which tends to get ignored breast lumps small hai choti si gathan hai sath mein are baad mein dekhenge अरे थोड़ा सा पेट दुखता है बाद में देखेंगे छोटा yeah yeah completely understand i completely understand wow this is such a such an insightful experience with you doctor such an insightful discussion and it was more like a conversation put us both in i mean a good definitely definitely yeah it has been such a pleasure having you on this trust me it has been such a pleasure and an honor and i have been you know inside i have learned so much from this like it's, i'm taking away so much so i can imagine how many people who will be listening to this conversation with you you know are going to benefit from this because they are all in that situation right yes i just want people to know that cancer you just need to have a positive approach never ignore a symptom get tested show to a correct person who understands your concern and not just brushes off ki karana hi padega right and if you are treated after you get treated always follow up never give up your surveillance because we do not want you to fall sick again we have the best interests of us in heart come to people anyone i am right here now in varanasi i have patients coming to with oral ulcers come someone who understands ki theek hai i agree 94 5% wo cancer nahi nikla but dikhwa lo ek bar ki baad mein nahi hona chahiye 6 mahina baad it becomes uncurable and then you are sir pehle hi dekh lete the because that is the worst thing you can keep on your conscience and right right Wow, this has been such a guiding con- conversation with you, sir. Seriously, thank you so much for being with us today, taking the time out on such a busy schedule. Really, I can completely understand your dedication towards the cause you're working for. Thank you so much. Thank yeah? you so much. Yeah. Have a good. Have, have you too. Please, please be safe in such times and do take care. Thank right? you. Right. Thank you too. Thank you.